Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today is Tuesday, April 13th of 2021. So it was a much busier day, at least it seemed like it. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and jump in. Yet again, um, remember we are um, starting off each episode this week talking about anything um, coming out about Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, um, and his life and their and subsequent now death. Um I like to do this at the top, um, therefore, like, when I transition into going through the daily events, um, it's a little bit easier of a transition, so we are going to start with that. So today, the social media focus from the royal family uh, social media accounts was on Prince Philip's commitment to the Commonwealth, so they shared a lot of statistics, such as since 1949, which is two years after Philip, uh married into the British royal family, he has visited now 70% of the world's countries, 50 of the 53 Commonwealth nations, and made 229 solo visits to Commonwealth countries, including the most remote parts of the Commonwealth. He started the Duke of Edinburgh's Commonwealth Study Conference, which has worked to bring together emerging Commonwealth leaders. And then he also held patronages in 12 of the uh, Commonwealth countries, including uh, Bahamas and Australia were the ones that they mentioned that I can remember. So that was the first thing. We didn't have any family statements, so I think that part is done. Um, But then... From other royal families today, there were a couple of things that I wanted to include in this section. So today, Queen Margrethe of Denmark announced that Danish flags will be flown at half-mast on Saturday, which is the day of Prince Philip's funeral. So this is... um, I can't say I'm surprised by this because Norway is doing the same thing as well. Um, But I am... I just think it's a really touching gesture. Um, I was very moved by that this morning when I saw that announcement. So um, that was announced today. And then also today, uh, King Felipe and Queen Letizia of Spain held an audience with the ambassador to Spain from the United Kingdom to express their condolences on the occasion of the death of Prince Philip. Um, to the British people. So the statement that they released on Friday was more specifically towards Queen Elizabeth, um, whereas this was um, a more public official condolence meeting. Um, so later on after the meeting, the ambassador went to Twitter to share, quote, on behalf of the British people, I thank their majesties, the King and Queen of Spain for their kind words in memory of the Duke of, Duke of Edinburgh this afternoon at Zarzuela Palace. 
So those were the things going on today. They did also um, release a few more details about the, um, not the funeral, but the casket itself. So the casket is made of English oak and lined with lead, of course, um, because I don't know why I didn't choose to read that. Um, and that Queen Elizabeth's is going to be very similar. Apparently these were made roughly 30 years ago. Um, so that detail has emerged. Um, the rumors are flying about guest lists, which just seems kind of crazy, but also makes a lot of sense um, because there can only be 30 I know personally, like, I'm curious as to who will be coming um, to the funeral and who won't be and things like that. But I think they're announcing a guest list on Thursday. Um, and if not, like, we'll see everyone on Saturday. So that is what was going on um, today in relation to Prince Philip. And now we are actually, we're skipping Belgium, but we are going to do a different jump into the British royal family because there were actually some things on the court circular that had nothing to do with Prince Philip. So I want to do those kind of in a separate segment, although this is a harder transition because we're just talking about the British royal family. But now we're going to go in to the daily events. So let's start with the daily events of the British royal family. Like I mentioned, there were a couple of things on the court circular today, um, and this is where I'll talk about just the five that I typically talk about um, in this recording. So today, in what was shocking to, I would say, most people, um, Queen Elizabeth returned to official duty, to an official duty because this woman is a superhero. So today she held a meeting with the Earl Pierre, Earl Pierre, who delivered his wand and insignia of office as Lord Chamberlain and the badge of Chancellor of the Royal Victorian Order and took leave upon relinquishing his appointment as Lord Chamberlain. So. This basically means he has retired, um, and I don't know if the date was just set to be today, and there was not, I, I guess there wasn't a postponement, um, I, I'm genuinely not sure, um, I've tried to do a little bit of exploration, but I think because the court circular just came out, like, 45 minutes ago. I think people are um, trying to figure it out. And of course it wasn't um, announced ahead of time or shared on social media. So um, it, it just seems like clearly this is important. The Lord Chamberlain is the highest um, 
role in the royal household. And so it, it is an important role. And it seems like maybe it was just we wanted this, uh, she wanted this date to be honored because the court circulars, one, there just aren't that many right now. Um, and two, like, it's going to get a lot of attention. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure what happened there, but um, I don't know. This woman just impresses me and is a superhero. That's what I'm going to say about that. So that's what was going on in the British royal family today, which feels so bizarre. Um, and now we are going to go ahead and move on. Um, we are skipping Denmark. And so we are going to go ahead now and talk about the Dutch royal family. two events today in the Netherlands. Uh, we're going to start with King Willem Alexander because I always start these in order of precedence. So the head of state always goes first and then we go down the line of succession from there. Um, so today King Willem Alexander visited the Van Week Bethesda Hospital um, to show his support of healthcare throughout this ongoing pandemic. Um, so during the visit he was able to speak with staff about their experiences throughout the past 13 months. Is that where we're at now in all of this? I think so. Um, over the past 13 months, he was able to talk with patients. It seems like patients who are recovering from COVID, as well as a couple of patients that are uh, COVID symptomatic. So he wore pretty much full PPE and of course kept his distance. Um, and was able to talk with them about their experiences in the hospital, um, recovering and being treated for COVID. So this is pretty rare that we'll see um, royals. We've seen the Belgian royals and King Will Alexander has done it a couple of times too. Well, they are going into COVID wards um, and having conversations with patients about their experiences. And every time that one of them does this, I am tremendously proud. Um, and obviously, look, none of these people are my royal family. I live in the States. We don't have those. Um, but I am so proud every time they do that because it is such a... A worrying thing, um, less so now that we know a lot more about COVID, but in the beginning, um, the first time, I'm trying to remember, I think it was King Philippe and Queen Matilda who went into a COVID ward first, I think. It may have been Willem Alexander. It was, they were very close to doing that at the same time, so I don't remember which one was first. But I almost, I think I mentioned it on here, but I was like, I'm hesitant to say that because that doesn't seem like something that would happen. Um, and whoever it was, wasn't super clear on if they were in the COVID ward or not. 
um, but they they indeed were and full PPE um, I think they had like the face guards and everything um, and it was just so amazing much like um, like today I was I'm endlessly impressed when Will and Alexander will go into COVID wards because it is so important that these people feel cared for too um, and supported by, you know, their royal family. Like, it's crucial. And um, I don't know. I just think it's awesome. So that is Will and Alexander's day. And then Queen Maxima today also had an engagement that was announced yesterday Um, so she today held a digital working visit with a program called what translated to student deployment. I don't know if that's what it actually is called. Um, I mean, it's not because that's English and it's something in Dutch, but I'm not sure if deployment is the right translation, but that's what Google Translate gave me. Um, so this is a tutoring scheme for students in higher education to partner and get paid with um, to tutor students in secondary education, which is high school age, for their final exams. So um, schools throughout the, the country have a set amount of grant money or funding for to pay these uh, tutors to help prepare secondary education students for um, their final exams that they'll be taking here very soon. So um, there wasn't a whole lot in the write-up from it. Let me see if they've updated it now. Um, It doesn't look like they have. So uh, she was able to talk with the creators of the platform um, about the origins and as well as future plans for the program. Um, And then um, some pupils and a student who are linked via this program, uh, which is called like, it might be like student swap school or something like that. Um, the student was able to talk about how, um, so the higher education student was able to talk about his training to do the student, the tutoring, um, and then as well as the younger students were able to talk about how it has helped in their preparation. So um, it's also just a way to combat COVID um, delays. Is that the right word I want? Is that the word I want to use? The, the difference in education that we're, that our children are receiving, like the world's children are receiving today versus pre-COVID is different. And so they want to use, um, some supplemental things to protect against that, um, is why this program was created. So, That is what was going on today in the Netherlands. Um, We are skipping Norway because there was nothing there. Um, And now we are going to go ahead and move on to the Spanish royal family.
today we already talked about the first event that King Felipe and Queen Letizia had, um, but after they held that meeting with the British ambassador to Spain, they also attended an event um, for IFEMA for the launch of the new IFEMA branding. So IFEMA is it is based it's an organization that runs the IFEMA complex, which is a building that hosts conferences and sporting events and um all the things. Um, different fairs and things along that nature. Madrid Fashion Week is held in the IFEMA pavilions. Um, so it's a very... Um, big complex in early COVID times. It became a pop-up hospital for... Uh, the growing number of COVID patients and was used for a long time um, because Spain did have such a hard time with the pandemic. And um, because of this, IFEMA has kind of had to rethink their strategy um, because the world has changed in a way that um, in-person gatherings like this aren't super common anymore and probably won't be for a while. Um, I know that I had read somewhere that um, the International Tourism Fair is going to be happening. Typically it happens in like February or March, um, but it's going to be happening in May. But that's what they say. Like, I don't know if that's actually going to happen or if that's just part of Spain's kind of ongoing head in the sandness about COVID um, and COVID restrictions. And it's not, let me clarify, because I've said this a few times, it's not all of Spain. Madrid specifically is like pretending the pandemic is just not happening. Um, and it's, it's not going, it's not good. So um, obviously things along those nature, you know, these international fairs and tourism expos and things like that that are held, fashion week, etc., um, can't have the large audiences, which is what <laughs> people need to sustain businesses in this industry. So, um, four months ago, IFEMA started this rebranding um, and strategic planning for their situation. Um, and today that information was shared. So they came with new branding, so a new logo um, and a different strategy that focuses more on an online strategy as well as in person, but with an emphasis on the, the hybrid focus right now because that's how things are seeming to be held. So the event was held at one of the IFEMA pavilions, um, and it was just kind of like, it was a bizarre thing. Um, so back in June or July, there was something similar, and like the Spanish tourism industry 
hosted this like launch for a tourism initiative and obviously they did it too soon um because they shortly thereafter had to close borders again and all of that but it was just this presentation um and that's what today was it was a presentation of kind of recapping the strategic meetings and then there was like a magician in the middle doing like <laughs> a magic trick um which was kind of cool but also completely predictable um I can't figure out like one part of the trick the rest of it I can totally figure out but there's one part that I couldn't figure out so I don't know um it it was interesting it was something different and then he did like a kind of magic trick to unveil the new logo there were some pyrotechnic elements in there it was kind of cool um but also just bizarre um and then after that the there was like a group picture and then the event was over um it was a kind of cool event but also seemed like a very expensive event um for a rebranding launch and i can't figure out like king felipe and queen letizia really didn't have a role other than just i think to be there and show their support which is important um but i don't know it just felt very like a weird kind of event today but that's okay um so that's what was going on in spain and now we are going to head over to sweden for their three events of the day <laughs> Sweden we had another day full of events um so there were three different events today with the Swedish royal family um we'll start with King Carl Gustav who held a digital meeting with the operations manager of the Young Leadership Foundation um there was no additional information shared on that it, there was no readout or anything um I'm gonna check again just to make sure yeah, there was not. Um, and then after that, King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel took part in a digital meeting with representatives from the Swedish Ministry of Foreign Affairs to talk about the ongoing situations in Asia um, in terms of politics, but also um, other things, um, climate and sustainability issues, as well as trade, but um, focusing on political development because yeah um sometimes asia is a little bit of a hot mess especially right now myanmar burma looking at you um and then also today crown princess victoria and prince daniel held a digital visit to the organization hello world which is a foundation that their foundation supports and is a nonprofit that organizes summer camps and meetings with children and young people to encourage um, interest in science, technology, innovation, and art. 
um, using digital tools. So they were able to talk with representatives and uh, learn all about the programming and what um, that looks like this year because as with everything, this year is a bizarre world because it's just COVID, all COVID all the time. So that is what was going on today in all of our royal households. Not a whole lot today, now that I like have recorded everything, it felt like a lot, um, but it was a pretty straightforward day. Um, I'm still not really sure what's going on with the Belgian royal family. Their updates, like, their website just still isn't being updated, so I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it has to do with the Easter holiday and break, because um, they worked up until the week of Easter and it's been almost it's been a week and a half since Easter um so I don't know if this is normal um it's definitely not what happened last year but last year I mean we were in the middle of a pandemic last year and Belgium was kind of the first royal family to like step up and really um do different things so I don't know if this is normal or if it's a little weird. Um, I might do a little bit of research on like what's going on in Belgium because like maybe the government is just not working. And so I don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Uh, and then Denmark is just continuing on the quiet track and Norway King Harald's coming back, but slowly. So I don't know. Um, I'm sure we'll have some pop-up events tomorrow. Um, there's still a good amount of stuff going on in Spain and Sweden, um, but they are really the two countries keeping us afloat this week. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Um, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Please visit all the places, thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, and like and review this podcast, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Bye.